This is the About Cap page from the main public documentation on the SAP Cloud Application Programming Model as at 20th of September 2019. Welcome to SAP Cloud Application Programming Model, an opinionated yet open framework of languages, libraries, and tools to greatly speed up development of enterprise-grade applications. It guides developers along a golden path of proven best practices while drastically minimizing boilerplates so they can focus on the core domain problems to solve. Combined with abstractions for over te overly technical details, this helps safeguarding investments. SAP Cloud Application Programming Model is frequently abbreviated as CAP with a silent M also in this documentation. This page introduces key design principles, paradigms, and concepts. If you're rather looking for a quick start, skip that for now and see the Getting Started pages. Primary ingredients. CAP features a mix of broadly adopted open source and SAP technologies. The major building blocks are highlighted below. Core Data Services, CDS. CDS is a family of domain-specific languages, CDL, CQL, and corresponding notations, CSN, CQN, CXN, used as CAP's ubiquitous modeling language, e.g. for capturing domain models and service definitions in a conceptual way, and as such, the very backbone of CAP's declarative approach. Service SDKs and runtimes. Libraries and runtimes for Java and Node.js to provide and consume services through synchronous and asynchronous APIs, as well as language bindings for CDSQL supporting queries as first-class and first-order objects. For example, see CDS Connect, CDS Serve, and CDSQL in the Node.js documentation. Tools support. Using CAP does not require any specific editor or IDE. All can be done using command line and any text editor of your choice. Moreover, there is dedicated support for CAP in SAP Web IDE, as well as through plugins to Visual Studio Code and Eclipse, which includes textual as well as graphical editors. In addition to these core components, CAP provides a growing list of out-of-the-box support for and integrations with several platform services, databases, and UI technologies. Please refer to the features overview to learn more on that. Open and opinionated. Sounds like a contradiction, but isn't. CAP gives opinionated guidance with best practices and out-of-the-box solutions to recurring tasks. Yet in contrast to other opinionated frameworks, we do so without sacrificing openness and flexibility. Still, you stay in control of which technology alternatives to choose, which architecture or design patterns to follow, or which parts of CAP to actually use, as highlighted below. The key design principles of CAP are zero lock-in. While CAP provides support for Fury and HANA, that does not lock you in to these choices. For example, you can combine CAP's core features with alternative UI technologies, use our service provider APIs to connect to database systems of your choice, etc. CAP has explicitly designed and added APIs for you to integrate with alternative picks. For example, see the guide on how to integrate other databases. Non-intrusive. The open nature of CAP is particularly true when it comes to questions of which overarching methodologies or architectures to follow. 
It's your choice whether to build a classic CRUD application or whether to adopt CQRS or event sourcing, etc. while CAP mostly tries to get the tedious boilerplate out of your way. Moreover, using CAP is not an all-or-nothing game. You may choose to use those parts which seem most interesting to your project. Platform agnostic. Cloud technologies are very much in flux. Keeping pace with that is not easy when you have to hardwire too many things with today's cloud technologies, which might be obsolete soon. CAP's declarative approach, combined with higher level APIs, avoids such lock-ins and hence help safeguarding your investments. All this follows a white box approach though, allowing unrestricted access to native features of underlying technologies in case that is required. Grow as you go. CAP fosters iterative and evolutionary development. Starting from an empty project, adding a service definition is all we need to run a full-fledged service. No need to waste time with boilerplates and also no need to set up things up front which might come into play only later on. More things can be added gradually over time when it's actually needed, like databases, authorizations, multi-tenancy. The following are the qualities and approaches of CAP which facilitate this. Convention over configuration. There's no need to start projects with setup and config battles. Only add configuration if that deviates from built-in defaults. Contracts first. As all you need to run a service is a service definition, projects containing UIs should start with the service definitions and then spawn two teams working in parallel, one working on the front end, the other on the back end part both using the service definitions as their interface contracts, collaborating in closed loops to refine them iteratively. Airplane mode. CAP provide, provides mocks for common cloud services and features. In particular, database authentication, security contexts, message brokers, etc. This allows to develop with minimized complexity of setup, where you test functional correctness with fast turnaround times before running it in close to productive setups for integration tests. Mock servers. Use CDS run in memory to quickly start a lightweight Node.js server with SQLite's transient in-memory database instead of always deploying to and connecting to your target database. Do that not only in Node.js projects, but also as mock server in Java projects, e.g. for front-end related tasks, or as mock for remote services to integrate with. Late cut microservices. CAP promotes a service-oriented paradigm with single-purpose services, which can later on be deployed and run as separate microservices. However, you can always decide to alternatively run them embedded in a single server process, avoiding the efforts and costs for actual microservice DevOps, at least in the early phases. See the Getting Started Guide to Such Things in Action. What, not how. CAP is based on the declarative paradigm, that is, to capture domain knowledge and intent instead of imperative coding. It's about what, not how. This allows close collaboration between technical and domain experts to gradually refine domain knowledge. It also allows to greatly automate recurring tasks and hence to minimize boilerplate code. Declarative paradigm by CDS. CDS serves as our ubiquitous modeling language and hence as the very backbone of CAP. Besides entities and types, it features 
associations and compositions to model entities and their relationships enhanced by advanced means to reflect document structures. Annotations to augment models with additional metadata specific for certain consumers or enhancements, e.g. Fury annotations. Aspects for separation of concerns and verticalization to keep your domain models concise and comprehensible. Views to define new entities as projections on others. Focus on domain modeling. Domain models in CAP capture the static data-related aspects of a problem domain on conceptual levels in concise and comprehensible ways, free from technical concerns. They are the core of all other models like service definitions and persistence models. Minimizing boilerplate. Given the declarative information in models, CAP's service SDKs and runtimes can automate many tedious tasks, for example, serving CRUD or REST requests automatically, input validation, etc. In effect, we greatly reduce the amount of boilerplate code you'd otherwise have to write. This not only speeds up development, but also increases quality as we take care to meet all the usual non-functional requirements, such as supportability, auditability, and extensibility. Safeguarding investments. As already mentioned above, CAP's declarative approach with its minimized boilerplate effect combined with higher level APIs also minimizes the amount of code which would hardwire your project to overly technical details of today's platforms. Services, events, queries. The service SDKs are designed and implemented around the core concept of services, events, and queries. Services capture the behavioral aspects of problem domains. They feature a ubiquitous notion of events blurring the lines between synchronous and asynchronous APIs. Reflexive view building in combination with queries as first order objects enable generic providers. Services. Services act as facades to consumers reading and writing data. Most frequently, they expose views on underlying domain models. Service definitions are also modeled using CDS with the views declared using CDS QL. This in turn allows generic providers to serve most requests automatically on top of underlying databases and or other services. Events. Events describe the behavior, behavioral aspects of a domain and can represent both requests coming in via synchronous APIs, as well as asynchronous event messages, thus blurring the line between both worlds. In both cases, Custom logic can be provided through event handlers hooked in to respective service providers. Queries. Queries are used to define projections and views on underlying entities, as well as to capture and process data-related requests at runtime. Language bindings in Java and Node.js support queries as first-order and first-class objects represented in CQN, that is, you can use queries as sources of other queries, pass them as arguments, etc. This is key to serve requests automatically. Protocols, APIs. Services can be consumed inbound and can be themselves and can themselves consume other services outbound via various protocols. Currently supported are OData, plain REST HTTP, and AMQP. Converters are provided to translate CDS service definitions into corresponding OData, EDMX, 
version 2 and version 4, JSON schema, open API, and async API formats to publish APIs in those formats. Uniform consumption. With these fundamental concepts in place, we can implement additional features as derived concepts, offering the same uniform APIs to consumers of services. For example, consuming databases essentially looks the same as consuming local services served from the same server process or remote services through OData or REST. Here's a snippet in Node.js demonstrating this. I'll read out the code. Const serve equals cds.connect.to some service. This could be any local service, remote service client, or a database client. Then let query equals select.frombooks.where and then an object ID colon one one one. Let books equals await serve.run query. Databases as services. From the CAP perspective, databases are just special services, and integrating a specific database technology is essentially as easy as providing a service with a set of generic event handlers to translate inbound queries to native ones in calls to the underlying database technology. Could be SQL as well as NoSQL. Late cut microservices. The uniform and transparent consumption APIs allow projects to flexibly change topologies. For example, starting with locally embedded services, which later on get externalized into separate microservices without changing org consumers. Aspects extensibility. CDS introduces aspects, a powerful concept borrowed from aspect-oriented programming, which basically allows us to extend any kind of definitions from wherever we are, like this. Extend some entity with at sum.annotation. Open curly braces, some new field, string, close curly braces. That is comparable to features like categories in Objective-C, partial classes in C-sharp, or modifying prototypes in JavaScript. Separation of concerns. Aspects allow factoring out cross-cutting or technical concerns into separate models or files, which greatly facilitates keeping core domain models clean and comprehensible. For example, you could separate concerns into separate files as follows. Schema.cds, your core domain model kept clean and comprehensible. Auditmodel.cds, adds additional fields required for auditing in a file. Authmodel, .cds adds annotations for authorization. Extensions, verticalization, customization. We can go one step further and place extensions not only into separate files in the same project, but into separate projects which provide reuse packages to consumers. Such reuse packages would provide common extensions, for example, to add technical features as well as for verticalization. That is, add customizations and extensions for certain industries or regions. Frequently, also projects building apps based on reuse models use that for customization of reused definitions to their specific needs. Dynamic extensibility. Finally, taking that even another step further, CAP applies the very same techniques when we allow subscribers of a software as a service solution to add extension fields or adjust labels and other annotation-based properties to their needs. In that case, the extensions are applied dynamically at runtime 
of the software as a service application. See the extensibility guide for details on that.